just you get to choose. Like here's here's the scenario: the the environment gives us something which can be perceived as negative, can be perceived as not working, can be perceived as problematic. The world's ending, so we get to choose to see it like that, or we get to see choose to see it as an opportunity. So clearly, that it's my responsibility now to do that for other people. If I have information, and you know, other people's success is my success, and vice versa. Because you know what, like the challenges or the roadblocks are the journey themselves. There's no big things. It's all little things compounding on top of each other. Hello, we have a special edition of Coach's Corner with Coach John Zeeve on this week's episode of Truth Seekers. In particular, we're, the, the topic that we speak about is passive aggression and how when we identify in other people, usually or always, that is reflective about something in ourselves. So this week we talk about what passive aggression is, how it shows up, how we can identify it, what it means for ourselves, and the tactics to navigate when you're dealing with somebody who drains your energy in a conversation, where you feel like you can't express yourself, and how to how to deal with it, how to, how to make sense of it, how to, uh, Tap into courage and honesty in expressing yourself with how you really feel with an individual. All this and more on this week's episode of True Seekers. All right, welcome back to another episode of True Seekers. I have Coach John Zeev joining me today. Coach, welcome. Thank you. We have a special edition. Yeah, special edition uh, with Coach John Zeev. We're talking about uh, passive aggressiveness and um, where it comes from, why it's there, what it means for us, what we can do about it. Um, maybe give us a little segue into what we could talk about, about being passive aggressive, Coach. Yeah, this is a topic that's dear to my heart because as a passive aggressive person, I have never understood what it meant when people told me I'm passive aggressive. It, it was like, what are you talking about? I have no concept at all about what I'm saying that's perceived as passive aggressive. And I find that the more people I talk to in my work as a coach that have this um, tendency, and, and we don't always do it with everyone, but we do it with certain people, then they don't see it either. So it's a blind spot for I perceive a lot of people and wouldn't it be cool if we could shed some awareness about it such that people that are passive aggressive actually can understand why others perceive that so they can potentially shift out of that pattern. Hmm. Love it. Okay, so maybe you can share about how you you have become aware. So what I took away from your intro there is that people maybe said that you were passive aggressive, but you didn't understand it. So now do you, like, what, what clarity have you gained since then? Well, as a coach, um, I've learned that people I coach uh, come to me for a reason. And it's always because there's something for me to learn. So I have to be honest and say, well, most of my clients are experiencing this passive aggressive um, type of the consequences of being passive aggressive, I have to look inside and say, well, what is it about me that I'm not aware of? 
And that's why I love coaching because it forces me to work on myself. So I've become aware of how and why I've been passive aggressive. And uh, the more I share with clients, the more they can see that perspective too. Okay, so because you've experienced this with multiple clients, your your um, mindset goes to, well, if there's blind spots with them, then this is happening for a reason and I should do some self-exploration. And you learn that you, you know, this is just as much for you as it is for right. them. Right, exactly. Okay. All right. So I'm just curious, and maybe this is a divergence here, but like, how have they come to the conclusion or was it up to you to point, point out to them that they were being passive aggressive? Like, how did they become aware? Like, was it born out of a situation that was uncomfortable to them or? Yeah, well, the situations are, yeah, the situation is a good question. They come up because they feel like they, they, it's a very similar situations happen where clients will complain that you know, so-and-so, I just can't, it, it, it's too exhausting to talk to them. Like, I don't, you know, if I'm going to talk to them, I need like an hour, and I don't have an hour. Mm. And so that's the symptom that they don't know how to express their needs with that person in a way where they can have it, you know, whatever kind of conversation they want, they feel like they're obligated to listen and listen and listen and they're, they're not communicating what they want in that relationship. They're just being passive. So that's a symptom. If, if anyone has a relationship that exhausts them and they feel like it's one-sided and that they're, they're doing all the listening, they're being passive. Hmm. The flip side, if they have a relationship with someone who says, well, you talked over me, or you're not listening to me that's the other side that's the polar opposite side and they might not be perceived as talking over someone or not listening to someone but that's the other symptom that they might hear from someone or some people they work with do both have to be there to be passive aggressive like that's that's yeah yeah almost an oxymoron right and the, the term yeah, is they, they, they both have to be there because you you know you, you have to hear your voice sometime if you're if you're being passive there's going to be times where you have to feel heard mm -hmm. and that you might feel that you have to talk over people to be heard mm. so is would it be safe to say that pass uh, a passive aggressive nature is born out of um a place where I feel like I wouldn't be able to express myself the way that I want to. Like we talk about safety and security a lot in communication. Is does is that where it comes from with like not feeling uh, yeah, safe? To express that's exactly how where it comes from. Is is when you're being passive, you don't feel safe to express what you would like to communicate. So that's why you're passive. Okay, so this is a very common thing. I, I, I've experienced it myself and I'm sure a lot of people do too. So, so how do we work through this here? Yeah, that's the, that's the, the opportunity, right? Is what mm -hmm. you do when you, when you know, well, this is probably something I need to deal with. Well, what I've done that's given me the awareness that I needed is to ask myself questions. So, what is it that I want to say to that person that I don't feel safe enough to say? 
And then I ask myself, well, what is it that I'm afraid of? And it all usually boils down to the same common theme. I don't want to show my maybe some emotions I'm trying to hide. So in that particular relationship, I don't feel that it's valuable for me to show whatever emotions I might be feeling. Mm. I could be suppressing anger. I could be suppressing um, being too emotional. That's typically what I find comes up with passive aggressive people is they, they think other people are too emotional and therefore that's why the conversation goes on and on and on because they don't want to trigger the other person to get too emotional. So they think that they have to just hear them out. And if they hear them out, they'll, they'll not get too emotional. Hmm. But what that really means is that that person who's listening and being passive is afraid of themselves being too emotional. And they're protecting themselves from getting too emotional. And that's why they're protecting the other person. Does that make sense? Yeah, so what I perceive in uh, being cautious about my actions with the other person is actually information about myself that I'm being cautious about. Yeah. Hmm. Right, we're judging ourselves for being either too emotional or um, afraid of our anger. Those are the, the kind of themes that come up. Okay. Okay, so we become aware of this. We catch ourselves in one of these conversations. Any tactics, strategies? Like how do we, how do we uh, use this information to get value out of situations like this moving forward? Well, I think there's two things to do. One is with the person themselves. And the best strategy for that is if you're feeling something and you're afraid of maybe hurting them, if you share something, the best way to deal with it is just to say, you know what, this is what I'm feeling. It has nothing to do with you and what you're saying, but this is what's coming up in me. And I just want to let you know, this is what I'm feeling. Mm. Um, so that's that's one strategy that's more of a you know in the spur of the moment thing but a better strategy or an additional strategy is just to uh, go back inside and start asking yourself what is it i'm trying to protect myself from what is it i'm trying to hide from others from feeling from them seeing me feel and then you can work on that yourself and get to the bottom of why you feel that way and why you're trying to suppress it or hide it from others. And then if you can really deal with that, then you know, hopefully that emotion doesn't get stuck in you anymore and you can deal with that emotion. And it, once it's fully felt, it typically leaves. Mm. And there's no reason for it to keep coming back. All right, so the idea would be to ask intentional questions because we... We intuitively know the answers, but unless we're asked the question, we don't really communicate that. And therefore we don't, it's not reinforced in our minds that we know these things. So asking the right questions about what we're scared of or what, why we're not expressing ourselves can bring this information to the forefront. And then once we feel whatever we're fearing or holding back from, 
then it changes and it, it morphs into something else and it goes away. Yeah. And I find that there's another element I didn't mention that I think is pretty critical. And that's with being in control. So passive aggressive people like to be in control. And what I mean by that is they feel like there's a need to control. So again, if they're, they don't want others to, to see them in a certain light, then they're gonna feel a need to maybe talk over someone mm. and be on the offensive. And so if they feel like they can always be in control of the conversation, they don't have to, to share what they're trying to hide, <laughs> right? The best, the best defense is a good offense. Yeah. Yeah. But again, there's consequences to that and the relationship's going to be one-sided and it's going to, it's really going to be perceived by the other person as you don't care about what I feel or what I think. You just mm -hmm. care about what you feel and think. That's very common. Yeah. All right. Yeah. If people don't feel like they're being heard or listened to, that's, that's what's happening here. They feel like they're just yeah. People are waiting for them to stop speaking so that they can just share whatever they is already in their mind. Right. It's mm -hmm. it's pretty common for people to say, well, that person, all they do is talk and they talk over me and I never can get a word in. But yet, if they if they examine their other relationships, they have relationships where they do all the talking and mm -hmm. someone else is, is in the same situation they're in. And they don't realize that. They just see it from a one-sided lens as opposed to both sides. All right, so for people watching this, maybe this is hitting home with some people and they're like, well, this is good information, but that's, that's not about me. How can people think of this a different way to do that self-examination with, with past? Yeah, the, the, the best way is just to um, ask yourself the question, do you ever feel exhausted talking to certain people because you are afraid if you share with them what you're really feeling that you're going to hurt them? Hmm. Okay, and if the answer is yes, then they themselves might also be passive aggressive? Right, they're not no. being direct. They're, hmm. they're trying to passively um, you know, communicate something, but it's not direct. Yeah. And therefore the relationship that they're in, there isn't a flow. That's the key to this thing is, is there a flow of information or is it, is the flow kind of one-sided or is it stuck? And you know, like, you know, if you can examine your, your communication with certain people and you know, if there's a, a, a easy flow you just feel it in your body, right? Mm -hmm. And other people, you can feel well. No, there's, there's, they're holding back. You know it. You feel it, right? Right. So I'm, I'm thinking like honesty comes up for me. Courage, like it takes a lot to be able to, especially with people that you've communicated for a long time, and just has the relationship or the communication has this pattern already embedded into it. To be able to right. break that uh, term that we use on truth seekers a lot is to hold the standard and to call it tight. And to really say what's obvious that we just kind of brush over or ignore sometimes because it's easier. It's uh, less confrontational that way. Right. 
Yeah, that's another uh, cause for this is people that avoid conflict mm. are going to have this this uh, tendency to, you know, be pretty passive until they feel like they're not being heard and then they have kind of a mini explosion. Yeah, so let's, I want to take it in that direction, okay? So Coach John and Coach Josh, heal the world of passive aggressiveness, okay? We, we, we do our life's work here. Everything's, everything's great. What is the result? Where, what happens in these relationships and these communications now moving forward? Yeah, as we heal this pattern in ourselves, then our relationships become stronger and we grow with these relationships instead of being stuck um, in the same pattern. You might have a relationship where you're stuck in the past, like you, you're, you've moved on, you've grown, but in this particular relationship, you're stuck in 10 or 20 years uh, ago and you, you don't understand why it's because this flow of communication is not balanced it's one-sided so that's the benefit is you're able to grow with people you're able to experience new things and really the quality of our life is the quality of our communication mm. so it's all about quality of life quality of life so people who can work on their passive aggressiveness which they can uh, self-diagnose and that if there's somebody else in their life that's that they perceive to be passive aggressive and or drains them of their energy if they go to communicate with them solving that problem or addressing it will show up in better communication and therefore better relationships in their lives right yep okay I feel like we got to a good point here. Any other, what else might you add or questions for me? I feel like I'm, I've been bombarding you with questions here, but. Yeah, well, I've done all the talking. You're being <laughs> passive. <laughs> Not passive tell aggressive. Me, how, does it, how does it feel to you? How does this conversation feel to you? It's certainly like while you were speaking, I'm, I'm going through my mind with the relationships that I have that drain me. And I think that's the most common thing for me is that the, the pattern has been so embedded that it, it, the longer it goes, the harder it is to address. Right. And it does take right. that courage. And it's almost like, is the courage greater than the risk, quote unquote, the risk of being confrontational about it? But I think there's tactics and techniques that you can, uh, we can use, like asking permission, right? To, to speak my mind is a good way to break that pattern with somebody else. And what are they going to say? No, like, of course, they're going to be open to to me saying something, especially if I'm asking permission. Yeah, and then and then don't forget about asking yourself, what is it about that relationship that you're trying to protect yourself from them feeling in you or seeing in you that you don't want them to, to see or feel? And then you can work on that on your own. Myself, right. Right. All right, well, my eyes are going to be peeled now. I'm going to be looking out for this uh, as we move forward here. Good, good. All right, thank you, Coach. Yeah, any if anyone words? has any questions, feel free to, uh, you know, send us questions, um, and we'll we'll get back to you with some ideas for you. Yeah, that's the best part of what we do, right? That's why you said you like coaching so much is that we get to talk about this stuff, and this might show up for some somebody in like a brief flash on a particular given day, but this is the the world that we surround ourselves with. So, absolutely right. Thanks, Coach right. Josh. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Take care. Bye. Thank you for watching another episode of Truth Seekers. 
We appreciate your interaction. So please comment, like, subscribe to YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want more, check out some of our links. Links to our masterclass, The Achiever's Mindset. Come join our LinkedIn group. And what do you want to see more of? Remember, we're here to share the simple secrets of successful. So help us do that. What do you want to see? What do you want to see more of? Thanks, and see you again next time.